Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Josh and JD Show. This is JD at MGoJDBlue on Twitter, along with Josh Ogdell at UMFanOgdell on Twitter. Josh, how are we doing? Paul stays home. Yes, An sir. absolute blowout. You know, and it's divine intervention. You guys got your asses kicked. There's nothing you can do to explain it. You changed your signs. You did everything possible. Still lost 49 nothing. <laughs> yeah, the sign thing, like sending Hauser to the sideline to get the signs. It was just such a stupid, such a stupid, like, display. I don't know. I just think it's an overreaction, and it just looks really dumb. It's like you're really that paranoid. Your plays, like... Straight up, your place suck. We we could have <laughs> we stopped it anyway. Like you had nothing. You literally had nothing. Literally had nothing. And I don't know why I got so nervous before the game. I think I just just a rivalry thing because as soon as that first drive started and they scored, I was like, why was I nervous? <laughs> well, I was okay. I was a little nervous they were gonna maybe score on the first drive. But once we got the first down stop, I was like, yeah, we got him. I was just surprised how Michigan State just, like, folded immediately. Usually they put up a fight. They didn't even. They they had no resistance. It was like they just didn't even care. They, Michigan just steamrolled them from start to finish. And it was just really fun to watch, man. Yeah, they could have, and they could have scored 60 if they really wanted to, I bet. And they just, you know, they let off a little bit, as you should. You don't want to risk injury with the starters playing too long. And um, yet again, yeah. the starters don't play in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Harbaugh definitely showed a little sportsmanship at the end of the game, which is fine. Well, he did uh, He did score a touchdown with eight seconds left. <laughs> <laughs> he did, but they, they could have done a lot more. They could have done yeah. a lot worse. Yeah, but, but probably the best – do I dare say the best game in J.J. McCarthy's career? I, I think it's it's his most touchdown passes in his career in one, a single game. He would have had a lot more yards if they let him play longer. So, yeah, I think it you was know, he had, I think he had over 200 at halftime. I think he had like 220 or something like that, and he already threw. Three. I don't think he threw a lot of incompletions in the Ohio State game last year, but that one's one of his best ever, just because he had like. And I, the stage it was on was far more important, far bigger. The stakes yeah. were bigger, and he accounted for four touchdowns in that game too, with the one he also had on the ground. So, you know, yeah, I mean, it's debatable. I mean, but when it came, I think when it came to just purely dominating through the air, I think that might have been <clears> his best. He only threw six incompletions. And some of those throws he was making, man. I don't know if I've ever seen a Michigan quarterback make some of those throws. <laughs> we haven't. He threads the needle every time. Like, a lot of those times, the guy is really not even open. And JJ just gets it to him somehow. Like, they're really he's, not that open. and He's, he's so accurate. It's yeah. insane. It's insane. Like, like the one the, ball that flew by Kel Halliday's ear. Uh-huh. Like he didn't even see it. He didn't that was even know it was coming. He probably heard that thing fly over his head. It was always so much zip. And I don't know. I, that throw was crazy. And then his first touchdown in the game, too, where he, like, ducked the sack. They ran that stunt really well. That was a really good stunt. They had the pressure. And, you know, as a defensive coordinator, you're probably fuming to see him duck that sack, roll out, boom. Roman Wilson right in the numbers. And his his incompletions weren't even really like totally like his fault or like that bad. There was maybe like one where he underthrew somebody, but like I remember his first incompletion in the game was a deep shot to Roman. It wasn't a bad pass, and just yeah, he couldn't quite wrap it up. Gross made a nice play, but overall, you just just seeing us dominate a right. I don't think they. I know we've blown out Michigan State in the past, but they've never leaked. I don't know if I can remember in my lifetime from start to finish, just no hope. 
this was pure dominance. And shout out Mike Sander still for having another legendary rivalry moment. He just keeps having these rivalry moments like last year against Cade Stover. I don't know. He, he shows up in the rivalry games. He, he man. really does. And um, he, he, he had that touchdown in 2021 against MSU. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of did he do something in the Ohio State game that year that year? Um I'm trying not to remember sure he, about that. He had a couple catches, maybe. He had some but, catches. And then yeah. of course the pick six hitting the Paul Bunyan after. You know, it was <laughs> it was just perfect. And um you could tell they were playing pissed off. You could tell that they were they're sick of themselves being discredited, new things coming out, and I can't blame them. Yeah, and I really loved the way the game ended with like Mick Burrows getting the pick and um, German Green getting the tackle for loss. Yep. We all know what happened to those guys in the tunnel last year. And it's cool to see Mikey Sanders still kind of like shout him out. That was an awesome interview at the end. And it was, it was really cool to see him, to see Mick Burrows ball out. You know, you got a pick. He think he had a big time tackle too. And um, you could tell he was just fiending to get in that game and, it was really pissed off, so. Yeah, and that really just shows you, like, the way that they're all celebrating about it, it just shows you, like, how close knit this team is. And, like, they all know what it meant to have that happen. And, like, this culture of this Michigan team, and it's something that we haven't in a long time here. It's just something feels yeah, different and... about this team. Even teams, like, this one just feels special to me. And you can just tell, like, and everything. They've all been playing together for a long time. Just, I think, and like you said, they're hearing all this criticism. I think they're just ready to, like, I think they're playing with a chip on their shoulders. They're ready to, like, prove people wrong. I mean, they work so hard, man, and all this discrediting and stuff is just driving me crazy. It's 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 getting to a ridiculous point, and um, you know that was I think that was everyone on the roster's first win in East Lansing. So shout out to them for that, um, and doing it in dominant fashion. You could tell they wanted revenge for 2021 in East Lansing, and um, you know they if this team didn't this team I don't know if this team even needed more extra motivation, but they are getting it right now. And um, in CAA, if you really have it out for Michigan, you're just screwing this up because they're I've never been more confident in the team to win a national title before. Yeah, I just want to win the Natty so bad so that nothing else, like, matters anymore. To me, they could try to vacate it. They could do whatever they want. It would never matter to me. Like, because I know... Okay, so here's my thing on this whole sign-stealing situation. I think, like, if you have evidence that somebody was spying at other games or whatever then, like, yeah, that's breaking a rule. I can't really argue that. That's straight up in the rules. And, I mean, that's illegal according to the rules. But I feel like if Jim Harbaugh himself, he came up, he, he doesn't, doesn't have any knowledge of that happening, and he never directed anybody, nor did his staff, to do that. So, like, if that's the case, I don't know if this is the guy's just acting on his own doing this. It's kind of like, yeah. Still be rule as well, but like, is the punishment right. really going to be that big for that? And also, how much of a competitive advantage does this spying, if if you are doing it, how much does it really like give you? How much does it help? And you know? I think it, I think it helps. I'm not denying that it gives us a bit of an advantage, but like the way Spartans 
and Buckeyes are phrasing it, are making it seem like it's the only reason we've dominated them the past two years. It's just <laughs> simply – it looks like, guys, I know you're pissed off that Michigan's back and that we're dominating and that we own your programs and we'll continue to own your programs, and there's nothing you can do about it as long as Ryan Day is still there. But it's just – like, guys – I don't know if this is a coping mechanism. I know it's the stuff is true, but <clears throat> saying wins will be vacated, that's that's a new low. I mean, this is just stuff that they're hoping happens, honestly. Um I don't know. I just feel like with Ohio State, if you guys like think about it, man. Like twenty twenty one, Michigan threw the ball in the second half only four times. Every other play was a run play. Ohio State could not stop a single drive, even though everybody knew. We knew. We were in the stadium. Everybody in the stadium knew what Michigan was going to Haskins. It's going to Haskins. It's going to Haskins. Like, even before that 2021 season, he's like, we're going to have a large focus on running the football. Harbaugh straight up told these dudes, we are going to run the football, and we're going to run it a lot. You look at the Washington game. You look at, of course, the Ohio State game. You know, it's just – They've been a run-heavy team since 2021 started, and um, if you and you guys know that, I know that. Ohio State fans know that. Every single team in the Big Ten knows that. So, yeah, I mean, you guys, I guess you guys have our signs too because <laughs> it's it's just more obvious that they're going to run every play, and they did it the whole 2021 season. It wasn't like this mystery that like, what's Michigan going to do? Everybody knew what they were going to do in that game. Even with and, the snow, like, it's so obvious. And then last year, I don't know, like, Ohio State just kind of – they kind of just changed their defense against Michigan last year to, like, make sure that they could not run the ball at all. Yeah. So then Michigan started throwing these deep shots, and they were totally unprepared for it. Like, how – it doesn't take a genius to figure that out, man. Like, I, you, I, you I were stacking eight in the box, Jim Knowles. Yeah. No, we – yeah, we might have known your signs. Well, you were stacking eight in the box. Could you make it more obvious? No yeah, shit, we're going to throw the ball deep. And it's not hard to figure out what they're going to do in offense. Like, short yardage situations, Ryan Day never runs up the middle because he's too scared. He's too soft. It's always a screen pass or something. It's always. I was watching the Ohio State-Penn State game. At, at least twice I saw Ryan Day throw, run a screen on him, fourth and short. Mm-hmm. I think one of those was at the goal line on that fourth and short. I don't re- fully remember what that play was, but they got stuff. But let's just let's just call it what it is, man. It's so predictable. Ohio State is so predictable. Michigan's predictable too. I'll say it, but like we're just better though. We can beat you. Like we'll just line up and beat you. That's the thing. You know what we're gonna do. We know what we're gonna do, and we're still gonna beat you. <laughs> it's awesome. You know, I, I call it the on third and ones and fourth and ones. I call it the we're running it up the middle, and there's nothing you can do about it. Play because <laughs> it's true. Nothing yep. you can do about it. It's just these dogs on the offensive line. You know, you got Zinter, Keegan, Nugent, Barnhart, and Henderson. It's just dogs. Dogs everywhere. And and my other thing is, too, like, do you feel signs to be anyone other than Ohio State in the Big Ten? No, they don't. Like, James Franklin alone is – he's just an idiot. He, he doesn't know how to manage a game. It's so easy the, to beat um, him comment he made today yeah that was ridiculous it's just like yeah james your plays are unpredictable because you were stupid enough to run a fake field goal after you already ran it once (laughs) yeah you were unpredictable in the fact that you were so stupid to run that again against us in 2021 the number of games that man has choked 
He choked away that Ohio State game on Saturday. He did. It was crazy. I, well, they, eventually, Ohio State did stuff to run, but like in that first quarter, I remember it was their what was it their first or second drive? I don't remember. I think it was their second drive. They ripped off three big runs in a row, and then he goes pass pass and runs on third and thirteen. <laughs> like James. Well, the, and like, then they abandoned you, it, and then Ohio State was able to stop it. I think Drew Aller threw the ball like almost fifty times. And Drew Aller is not that good at all. He's not good at all. Like straight up, he's he was bad that game. He can't throw a deep ball. And he can't run the ball. He's like a, he's just like stuck in the pocket. He's, he can't move like a statue. It, do I dare say he's a Cade? He is. is he harsh? is a Cade. He's like a tall Cade. Is that harsh? But he looked bad, and that was the first tough. I'll give Ohio State credit for their defense. It does look a lot better than years past. I, I will give them that. But still, yeah, we gotta, they, they kind of seem like, to play like how Michigan does in defense now, where they're just trying to keep everything. in and yeah, honestly, I kind of. I think that's going to benefit Michigan because they're not really going to be able to stop the run very well, and then they're going to have to start to like sack the box again to stop the run, and then Michigan's going to do what they did last year, throw yeah, it deep. It, a blueprint might work again, whether we have your guys' signs or not. I mean, we yeah, have the blueprint. We have the blueprint. I'll, I'll say this: I think like if you are caught doing that stuff, there's really nothing. Like I said earlier, there's nothing you can really say about that. Like you just got caught. You're cheating. It's wrong. You should not be doing that. But I will argue that there's not much of a competitive advantage for that. I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying, like, thinking that none of those wins mattered because of that is a little ridiculous. It is. And it seems like the rest of the country knows that other than Ohio State and Michigan State fans. And I get Michigan State fans. They they're down so bad right now. They really need. They're something. looking they for anything. They yeah. think we're. They, they already think we're forgetting about the beatdown because of this stuff. It's like no, we're not. <laughs> we didn't forget forty nine zero guys. We didn't forget that shit. We we're gonna remember that. <laughs> and honestly, I think I kind of think Ryan Day is behind all this. Is my gut feeling? I think ever since when they had that like COVID Zoom meeting or conference call, or whatever, with the Big Ten coaches, and I think Harbaugh like called them out. For breaking practice rules or something, and they got a little heated, and then that's when Ryan Day said that we're gonna hang a hundred on them this year or whatever. Well, I think he's a little mad because he hasn't been able to hang his a hundred yet. Hasn't he's only, got he's, like, he's only halfway there after two games. He's only halfway, and I think it's driving him crazy because he hasn't won, and he's hearing a lot of Chris criticism from Ohio State fans about him being soft, and I think you saw him like outburst a little bit against Notre Dame with the Lou Holtz thing. And I think, I don't know, I just think he's a sore loser. Like, I've heard, too, that he called out Clemson and said they should be working for the KGB because they are so good at cracking codes. And right. It's like, dude, do you really think that your team is that good that whenever anyone beats you, it can't be possible? It must be cheating? Like, are you that stupid? It's, it kind of does sound like I'm justifying what we did. I don't want to justify what did it we did, but also, like, there are very, a lot of rash observations and rash conclusions being made before all the evidence comes out. And that's what bugs me about these types of stories is like the rivals are going to jump on it and say, oh, these ones don't count. And Michigan fans are going to jump on it and say, no, we are completely innocent. When in reality, it's probably somewhere in the middle. I think Michigan will get a punishment. I don't think wins will be vacated. They definitely won't get a postseason ban. That's That's just a ridiculous thing to say. But... You know, it'll probably be somewhere in the middle, and whatever happens, I'm sure Michigan will accept it. They won't fight it. 
they don't tend to fight that those kind of things in the past. That's why they self-imposed a hard loss, as mentioned earlier this year. So we'll see about what happens for sure, though. Yeah, again, like you said, we're not trying to excuse it or like justify it. It's totally wrong, but it's just so frustrating, man. Like the season has been a lot of fun, and I just don't want any of this stuff to be a cloud over it. It's just really annoying. Like I know the Ohio State fans and Michigan State fans are just biased, and it really doesn't mean anything what they say. That's just annoying that that's all we're gonna hear forever. I know. Like, every time it's we win, like oh, like especially from the players. Like the play, even if the I don't know if the players knew what was going on or not, but they still busted their asses to win those two Big Ten titles. And also, yeah. like, people are forgetting all the changes we made after that 2020 season. We hired five new coaches that have made a tremendous impact on the turnaround. We hired Mike Hart, Sharon Moore, Mike McDonald. Uh, I'm forgetting the other two <coughs> names. I'm blanking. <coughs> but it's it's clear that like that's not the only reason. It's it, anyone with a brain can think that. Yeah, I think. To think that the only reason Michigan turns their program around is by stealing signs off an iPhone, like in the crowd somewhere, is a little ridiculous. Sure, it might have helped them on a few plays and a few games, but like Michigan's still the better team than everybody right now. I, I don't even care. Like you can do everything you want to make or everything you can to stop Michigan from stealing signs. I guarantee you, there's still... it really, it really doesn't, doesn't make any difference. difference. I don't even know if the players even knew about this. I kind of don't think they did. It was my gut feeling. Yeah, I don't want to. It's That's a good gut feeling. I'm not going to confirm anything or deny anything. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i joking around on Twitter if you guys are reading my tweets. Some of my tweets <laughs> are jokes. Some of them are serious. It's Twitter. But I also, um, Ballas did just drop a story. Uh, I don't know if you know who Dan Wetzel is. But I've heard the name. He's kind of an expert on these kinds of things. And he just went on the Carson okay. Anderson show and said, Michigan could get a reputational blow, hmm. but no, nothing really severe. So is our reputation going to be hurt? Yeah. But it sounds like um, that's, that could be a, the toughest thing that arrives from Michigan, not confirming. That's what Ballas just wrote. That's what, was just said on the radio from a guy who's a pretty big expert on this. I think it's a pretty good source. So if you're listening, take that, take that, um, take, take with that what you will. But yeah, I read, I read Brian Cook's um, article on MGO blog about the whole situation. And I don't know, he kind of talked about Connor Stallion's background and like, and it just sounds like he was a like a big fan that was just really eager to make a name for himself on the staff. So maybe, who knows? I'm not saying whether it happened or not, but it, it kind of sounds like maybe he just was trying a little bit too hard. I guess we'll, we'll have to see, see what the investigation comes up with. But yeah, I kind of been hearing the same thing as you about it doesn't seem like anything really major is going to happen in terms of punishment. They're not going to, like you said, they're not going to do a postseason ban. It's really harsh, and also the TV networks need Michigan. Yeah. And, and to be honest, sorry for interrupting you, Jordan. Go ahead. Um, I think the TV media and the, and the markets, they probably have more power than the NCAA at this point. Let's be completely honest. <laughs> they do, like, and they're going to keep that. getting more power. Yeah. 
it's absolutely true. And um, vacating wins to me, like if you if they do do that, like who cares really? It's not like we're all gonna forget the games ever happened in our memories. It's not like life. yeah, we're gonna. It's not like we all of a sudden just didn't go watch Michigan bully Ohio State for four quarters <laughs> in twenty twenty one in person in a snowstorm. It's not like we didn't see that happen. So I mean, and like, yeah, technicality. Vac- sure, they didn't happen. I don't give a fuck. It still happened. Excuse my language. And they vacated the Fab Five wins. But like, now you look at Michigan basketball today. Who's their head coach? Oh yeah, it's a member of the Fab Five, Juwan Howard. And the Fab so Five the school is, still recognizes it. The Fab Five is still one of the most iconic, like, sporting groups of people to ever play the sport. Like, it's one of the most iconic. And for the way they changed the culture, so of the sport of basketball itself. So, do you think people really care that the banners aren't there? I mean, it would be nice if the banners were there, but yeah, at the end of the day, we all know it happened. And yeah, I, I just don't see much happening with this other than, like you said, a big reputational blow. It's going to be something that people just make fun of Michigan for, like forever, really forever. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like that until Harbaugh's gone, maybe. Kind of like and, how UNC and, still gets crap for the fake classes thing. Yeah, it's going like, to be just like that. They were, well, I think it was like they were, I don't even know what happened with that, but I think they were taking classes, but they were fake ones, so they got away with it. I don't know, but it'll be something like that probably, which I don't think UNC got any penalties for that. And honestly, I think, I really think Jim Harbaugh has turned Ryan Day and Ohio State and their fan base into like weak minded, broken men that are he like. Has, broken them they don't even know what their own identity is anymore they're they're trying to say that they're tough they're really trying to say it but i don't think they are they're not showing it at all you're saying you're tough and you're afraid to run the ball up the middle on a third and one and then you and then when you lose the game you're not man enough to admit you just got beat by a better team you're calling for cheating i mean there could have been cheating but like that's i don't know i feel like they're just using it all as like a scapegoat and like a excuse for why they lost i'm trying to think of an instance where ohio state fans have said yeah we just lost a better team trying to think of an instance it's never happened you know and i and i understand that's how fandom work i mean michigan fans do sometimes do that too where we're like oh but what if this call didn't happen you know yeah not gonna say that we're innocent in that but yeah i mean i'm i'm by no means am i saying like cheating never happened it might have but I don't like, think like a lot of impact came from that, and I don't know. They just there's just a weird track record there with Ohio State, like the Georgia game last year. I remember Ryan Day was kind of accusing them of like spying on their practice or something, right? Wasn't that what it was? They were accusing um Venables of stealing their signs when they played Venables. Clemson. Yeah, so, so it's like it's kind of a pattern with this guy. Um, it's interesting to me because a lot of the other coaches that have talked about it so far have been like. I don't know. Kind of thinking, like, what's the big deal? It seems like. Well, and this is a hot take. It's probably because they're doing it too. <laughs> like, I mean, why yeah. Think... And um, I know Matt Rule kind of clarified his comments, but he's still a G for what he said. We are. I'm. I'm pro Nebraska now. Let's hope they bounce it back. Yeah, so, I um... agree with what he said. They should bring that technology that they use in the NFL and high school level into college to eliminate all this stuff. Mm-hmm. They even use it in high school. Like, I'm pretty sure there's high schools where I live that use it. Like, I don't yep. think it's that uncommon of a thing. And um, 
I guess, and I guess the reason is the coaches actually vote against it so they can steal signs, which I guess that checks out. To the <laughs> yeah, it right totally, now. it totally but, checks out. But I don't know. I think you can. I both can, can agree. We're just kind of fed up, and we just want to talk about football. But it's hard to talk about football when everyone's talking about off the field stuff. Yeah, and it's a bye week too, which really sucks because it's like there's nothing else to talk about right now. It's just gonna go on for two weeks instead of one. Yeah. It's just, it's only been like, what, when did it come out? Thursday? Like? Yesterday was the, well, Thursday was when the first one came out. Yeah. And then yesterday was like, oh, we have some proof. Which... So it's not even been a week yet. And I'm already like so sick of my timeline on Twitter full of it's it, everything. Just unbearable because you can't have a good conversation about it. It's either, it's just two extremes. And it's just like, can we just have a conversation about this? Like, there's so many things of Ohio State fans and Michigan State fans trying to pull evidence. They're pulling trans Venmo transactions. They're pulling <laughs> a clip of Connor Stallions on the sideline. And it's just like, this is all speculation, guys. Yeah, but I kind of think this is by design by the NCAA. I think because Harbaugh and Michigan aren't allowed to say anything, so they have full control of the narrative. They can do whatever they want. They're just going to keep dropping these little breadcrumbs and like make these big headlines, and make people overreact, make people make these memes, find these screenshots. It's all just for show. It's like a smear campaign is what it feels like. Yeah, like I'm going to be very clear. clear. Michigan might have broken a rule, but like, is the rule that they broke worthy of this reaction? No, not at all. This is a total overreaction right now, in my opinion. Yeah, it, it is. It is. And I think... um. If we just can wait, and here's the thing. Nothing's going to happen until the season ends. The season's going to play out. Michigan's season isn't going to end. Like, and like we've already <laughs> mentioned, they're not going to get banned from the playoff. The season's going to play out. Michigan will respond. They have like 90 days to respond to the notice, and they haven't even gotten a notice of allegations yet. Yep. So it's, it's going to take some time. And I think probably we just need to get through a college football Saturday, and people will be talking about that. And yeah, but then will... it'll come back up again when Michigan. Yeah, yeah, and, it's and then like people will simmer down. But like whatever happened, like let the investigation take, like take place, and just let's see what happens. Like, let's see who was involved in this, and then we'll figure out like what the punishment should be. Like everybody's jumping to conclusions. Everybody's freaking out. It's, it's all, I don't know. It's all pure speculation. I don't know if I've seen anything concrete. That's like, damn, yep, get them, vacate their own. I haven't seen anything concrete that shows that. And I think that's part of the reason I'm, at least me, I'm so frustrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I just don't know what to think, man. Like, one minute I think Ryan Day is behind this. I don't know. I just don't know, man. I just don't know. That's the thing. It's There's so many factors. How can people draw these conclusions just like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, everything we were just saying, like, we don't – we really don't know who's behind it or what. I'm just guessing right now. And I've just decided, like, I'm done, like, tweeting about it. I'm done freaking out. Like, I'm just going to try to go business as usual, enjoy the rest of the season. And then when it, when the, like, the investigation finally, like, concludes, then I'll take a look at it and react accordingly, I guess. I don't know. It just seems like everything right now is just pointless. Trying to argue with people right now is pointless because you're never going to change their mind. It's just dumb. It is. 
it is. And, um, you know, really the simple solution would be to just include comms in the helmets. Yeah. It would be the most simple solution. But... Well, then I even saw, like, in 2021 that the NCAA kind of talked about how it was kind of a dumb rule. Yeah. And... Yep. And I know Baylor did, I mean, it wasn't as, as large of a scale. But there was a slight precedent set where when Baylor did it, they got coach got suspended for, I think, half a game. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I don't think Michigan's going to get that minor of a punishment when stuff does come out. But anything more than a suspension or a loss of scholarships seems unnecessarily harsh to me. And I think they should start looking into other programs now for this stuff. If you're going to come after Michigan, I, you know they're not the only one. I was going to say, you think out of 133 FBS programs, Michigan's the only one. <laughs> come on. Yeah. It's kind of like the Deflategate thing, man. We're on top right now, so everybody's trying to everything they can to take us down. And it is what it is, man. Hopefully, the team just uses this as fuel to the fire and just motivation. They just kind of stay in their lane and focus on football. And you know, we we have a really good opportunity to win a national championship this year and have one of the best seasons in Michigan history. So let's just focus on that, man. Let's like, give Jim Harbaugh his tattoo. Yeah, let's let's win a natty for Jim, for this team, for the fans of Michigan that have been waiting for so long for this. Screw everyone else. Screw the haters. Screw what they're gonna say. We're gonna win we're gonna win this natty. And it's gonna be glorious. Yeah, I think I think like Michigan is gonna be angry and more motivated than you've ever seen them the rest of the way. And I I really do think that these guys on this team are very mature and they have a really good attitude about everything. They're going to be able to handle like, it just fine. You could tell last Saturday they were completely unfazed by it. Roman Wilson was joking around. He was doing the eye goggles on the sideline. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love the team, man. I'm just really excited about it. I can't I can't wait to see November, man. November full. And you know what? Honestly, it's like at this point, okay, everybody knows what happened. They're, everyone when they play Michigan is going to make really sh- Michigan doesn't even have Connor Stallions on the sideline the rest of the way. So I'm pretty sure it's all like even and fair now the rest of the way. Let's yeah. see what happens. We'll see what happens. That's that's a great point. So yeah, if we go out and still keep dominating like we are, what are you guys gonna say? Yeah. Oh, then you'll know it's an overreaction. Hey. Yeah, you'll know it's an overreaction then. But it is what it is, man. Um I just like I said, I just want a natty. That's what everyone wants we want we want it more than anything right now and it's and in the end it's looking real good yeah it's natty your bust right now because if they don't win it there's gonna be all these jokes all, we gotta just do it man we have to just do it it's the only it's the only option right now it really for me is. <laughs> and i want it really bad but yeah well we just have to wait through another bye or a bye week here and you know, we're all we're just chomping at the bit for some November football. We'll get it soon. We just got to get through all this stuff going on, and you know, it is what it is, man. We just have to wait and wait and see, I guess. Yes, sir. Unfortunately, no game to preview this week, but we got Purdue in two weeks. We'll preview that next week. And uh, yeah, I guess it's a little bit of a shorter episode today. Is, is there anything else we wanted to talk about, JD? Um. 
I think that's about it, man. I think yeah. we covered everything and uh yeah, we'll just we'll see you guys next week. Um thanks a lot for listening though to the show. We really appreciate you guys supporting us. Uh looking to get some more guests on too. Um you guys seem to enjoy hopefully that. Uh, hopefully we can get cool. another guy like Khalid that can kind of spread some light uh, a little yeah. bit more light on us on sign stealing and what actually goes into it. So Yeah, um Shout out to the huge show. I know he wanted to have us on again. Unfortunately, we couldn't make it on because of our work schedules, but um, hopefully we'll be back on that show again too soon. So, guys, just uh, watch out for that. Um, Yeah, like I said, we really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, Really enjoying the season with you guys. Thank you for supporting our Twitter accounts and everything. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to say, Josh? Go Blue. Yeah, go Blue. Beat Purdue next week. Beat Purdue.